Welcome to all the Star Trek and sci-fi fans out there. This is Treks in Sci-Fi. Hello everyone, this is Rico and this is Treks in Sci-Fi, show number 34 for Wednesday, March the 15th, 2006. Just going to be a fairly short show this uh, this Wednesday for the uh, midweek casual type show. Just got a few things to talk about and update on and going to play a nice little song at the end of the show. So this will be a, a quick one. Here we go. Well, hey there, everyone. This is Rico, and welcome to Treks and Sci-Fi's midweek show. Not a lot going on this uh, for the last couple of days, so this is going to be a pretty short show, as I said at the beginning. A couple things I wanted to update people on, though. If you've uh, if you're a member of uh, the Treks and Sci-Fi forums, that's uh, at treksf.com or treksandsci-fi.com, you can get to our forum section. Uh, a couple things I wanted to point out. The main thing that was I had announced uh, on the website a little bit and not on a podcast that I had found a way to do some t-shirts for the show. Unfortunately, um, that fell through. Part of the problem seems to be I have this um, Spock-like, Trek-like logo for the show, which is what I've been trying to use that graphic to do t-shirts for the show. And it's it's becoming difficult to find somebody on the internet that will do that. They keep uh, saying it's some kind of copyright infringement, even though it's really a caricature type thing. It's art that uh, I had uh, a friend do that I had paid for in a way and all that. So it's kind of, I'm kind of stuck. I think my next course of action probably will be to just find a a local t-shirt type printer place and get some shirts made up that way. Unfortunately, that way I will have to do some kind of I get a feel for pre-ordering for people that might be interested. So if you're interested, you think, in a shirt with that logo on it, and probably it'll just say somewhere Treks and Sci-Fi in the front of the shirt, just shoot me an email at treksf at gmail.com and let me know if you're interested, perhaps. Uh, or go to the forums if you're a forum member. Most of the people in the forum have already uh, kind of made it known that T-shirts would be the best way. I had a few other ideas some light-up pens, perhaps. Uh, th- those seem to be kind of neat. You know, the little pens that you get embossed with uh, a name. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, the phone rang again. Uh, still have that phone ringing problem. I don't know what it is. You know, the phone won't ring for hours. I'll sit down to do this uh, podcasting thing, and then boom, it rings. So, sorry about that. But anyway, the t-shirt thing, uh, I'm probably just going to go with one color, uh, either a light gray or a white and probably mainly just get large and extra large made up. I think those would cover most people, I would think, for the for uh, for the show. Um, if you have any other needs besides that, you know, maybe shoot me an email. Let me know. But and I can obviously get something made up in in a you know a medium or even a bigger size if necessary. Um, it won't be a lot at first. I'm going to sort of test the market to some degree, but uh, that's at least my idea for it. I did have one kind of prototype shirt made one time and it came out pretty good i was pretty happy with it uh, but like i said it'll probably be with the the usual graphic uh, that's on the podcast the spock logo holding the ipod on the back of the shirt along with um the name of the podcast treks and sci-fi and the url probably on the front of the shirt so 
So that's the plans on the uh, t-shirt area. And it's just, you know, it's it's really it's really just for something to fun to do and, and maybe that might be people that are uh, enjoying and fans of the show that would like to, to get. It's there's I'm not really trying to make any kind of funds off this, this whole podcasting thing. I just do for the love of sci-fi, Star Trek, connecting with the f- people out there that are uh, fans of that area. So, you know, this is never, this was always just a hobby. Uh, I like to talk about what things that I enjoy and uh, meet other people through uh, the internet this way. Uh, the good kind of people is what I mean. So I'm going to take a quick little break here and then I'll come back and talk about a couple emails. It's now time for some email on Treks in Sci-Fi. All right, I'm back. Um, got an email. Uh, he, this I don't think I mentioned this on any of my podcasts yet. This is a fairly recent one. It's from somebody named Jim Wong. He says, uh, Rico, I continue to enjoy your podcast. I listen to most of them. He says, how about doing a podcast about ship life aboard the Enterprise? What do the crewmen and crew women do in their free time, rec time, and meal time? With the bits and pieces we see on the ship and activities during the original series run, it would be nice to fill in the blanks and perhaps speculate. Thanks, uh, thanks for your email, Jim. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, I've I've been kind of keeping a list going of potential special podcast shows. You know, sort of like a maybe a time travel special one. The you know all related to kind of Star Trek um, rather than just going through a TV episode. I thought doing a, a show that would be around a certain theme, like time travel, alien species. Here he's uh, looking for a one on shipboard uh, living. You know, the the interesting thing about that is if you look in the early uh, episodes of TOS, they did that quite a bit. You know, Sulu was sort of into botany um, in, you know, the fencing thing that he had going on. Kirk uh, seemed to be, you know, into... Uh, Oh, I don't know. There was one with Charlie X where he was kind of, I guess it's wrestling or, you know, whatever you want to call it, gymnastics to some degree, you know, learning, teaching Charlie in that episode how to fight. I mean, Kirk was always fairly athletic and you know, would fight all the aliens on, on the original series. So, you know, and Spock, of course, would, would, you know, sit in his room and meditate probably for the most part. But, yeah, there was a lot going on. And uh, that, that in the, oh, of course, if you, you can't forget the uh, all the the chess games that, Kirk and Spock would have, and, and I'm sure lots of crewmen were into that too. And and then you've got, with the other series, besides the original series, you've got the whole holodeck situation, which seemed to be the uh, the typical way that a lot of the crew, I think, uh, had fun on their off hours, you know, kind of like people do nowadays with video games. So, so yeah, thanks, Jim. That That's a great uh, email and a, and a good suggestion, and I'll, I'll try to work up something along those lines in the near future. <laughs> I got uh, one other email here from uh, somebody named Morgan, who's a who's a friend. Uh, he's on another uh, on another forum that I frequent on the Extra Life forum. He asked me about uh, a good places to buy uh, certain props and things, you know, like I have in my collection. What I directed him to, there's a couple of things, and most of this is posted up on the podcast section of the webpage. Of course, there's MasterReplicas.com, SideshowToy.com. Both of those are. The licensed, uh, the big licensed replica makers currently, Master Replicas, of course, does a lot of the Star Wars, Star Trek items, Sideshow Toys. They do, uh, I guess, probably a bigger variety of items. They have Lord of the Rings license. They're now doing a lot of a real cool line of 12-inch Star Wars uh, figures that uh, they got the license for that recently. So, but then, of course, you've always got your friend Google out there to search for these kinds of things. And there's the Replica Prop Forum, which is another good resource. 
you know, a lot of these things have been licensed now and are available in that way, but there are still people out there making them from scratch. And, of course, you you can always check eBay for some more unusual uh, items that people have made, some scratch-built things and, and that kind of stuff. So hopefully, Morgan, that helped you out. I, I wrote you back, I think, with most of that info, but, uh, but there you go. And now we're going to uh, talk a little bit about movies, I think. Our host, Rico. We'll be right back with more sci-fi goodness on Treks in Sci-Fi. Well, I uh, over the last weekend, I tried to watch on the Sci-Fi Channel Saturday night movie fun time they usually have. I tried to watch that uh, movie Minotaur. You know, it, it just, I, I still have it on my TiVo. I've gotten through, well, more than half of it, I think. And it's just not, you know, I knew it wasn't going to be good, but... It, it, this one, I don't know, it's just, it's not even really capturing my attention. It's not even bad enough to be enjoyable to watch because it's so bad, you know, that kind of a film. It's kind of in the middle, and I'm having a hard time getting through it. I may just sort of go hit the delete button and, and probably stop it, stop stop the madness and not watch it anymore. But So that's that's Minotaur. Uh, I think last weekend's podcast I did mention, I'm really, really looking forward to the V for Vendetta with Natalie Portman coming out this weekend. You know, it's based on a comic book series. It's also being, uh, it was worked on with by the Wachowski brothers. I'm not sure if I'm saying their name correctly, but they did, of course, the Matrix movies. And I think they're uh, they're pretty innovative and imaginative uh, filmmakers. So I, I'm really, uh, have high hopes for this. The movie got a little pushed back. Cut, you know, instead of the holidays, it's out now. But I think that's good because, again, this is a little lax or a little lower ebb in the movie time right now with, uh, with what's out and available, so I think that'll be a good thing, and uh, looking forward to seeing that. On a completely unrelated note, uh, got uh, kind of another neat, fun thing to do. My my son and I are going. One, of, my younger son and I are going to see uh, this weekend. We're going to go see David Copperfield, the magician. He's in town uh, for a few days doing some shows where I, near where I live. And we're going to go see him uh, this weekend. And I may even talk about that a little bit on this weekend's podcast, just kind of mention a bit. Uh, I've always really enjoyed magic. I, I did it, you know, when I was growing up a bit. You know, I think there are a lot of kids, uh, maybe especially boys, that, that get into that for a certain period of time. And my younger son is kind of into it now. So so that's going to be a, a real enjoyable. I've seen David Copperfield perform before, and he, he does a really good show. He's a very personable kind of guy. He really interacts, I think, well with the audience. So, so really looking forward to... Uh, to that for uh, this Saturday, we're going to go see a, like a matinee performance of that. So that should be uh, good times. Here's Rico now with the latest in cool props and toys. On the uh, on the collectible fronts and things, there is another. Um, like I mentioned earlier, the sideshow toys is doing a, a line of Star Wars figures, and there's another one going up for pre-order this Friday. It's the Qui Gon Jinn 12-inch figure. Uh, they've done. I guess they've probably done a pre-order for about six different figures now. Luke, Anakin, Obi-Wan, Kit Fisto. Um, maybe that's it. There might, I think I'm missing one in there. And then the Qui-Gon. The, the first one, the Luke, which is Luke as seen in Return of the Jedi, is going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks, finally. Which I pre-ordered, I don't know, a couple months ago, maybe? Two or three months ago? So the, these action figures are 12-inch. They're, they're, they're really good likenesses. They, they have... Um, Really good accessories that come with them, the the cloth type uh, outfits that they put them in. I'm really excited. I think Sideshow does some really good figures of this size. They've done a lot of Buffy figures, and 
and I think they really got the likenesses nailed for a lot of these characters, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I did get one new collectible that I'm not going to really review right now today, but I'll just kind of mention it. If you're into uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer at all, which I really enjoyed that show when it was on, it uh, they've been Factory X is a company that's been putting out some replicas, pretty nice stuff, over the last couple year or two, two years. They did a, uh, a little orb item. They did the uh, Slayer stake, you know, a wooden stake that Buffy would use to slay the vampires. And what I just got today is really, really cool, I think. It's the Slayer scythe that was used in the last few episodes of the final season of Buffy. And again, I'm not going to talk about it too much. I just wanted to kind of mention it's out and available if you're into that kind of stuff. Check out uh, Factor X's website. You can find them on eBay. There's a good site, actually. I found a really good site to uh, get some of this stuff on. It's called mostwantedcollectibles.com. They have some really good items there, good pricing, good quick shipping, and I think it's, uh, it's a pretty good place. But anyway, just thought I'd throw that out there. And There is uh, quite a bit of stuff coming out these days still, even with Star Wars, no new Star Wars film. There's still a lot of new Master Replicas items coming in the next few months. They're they're doing still continuing to do lightsabers and there are a few other things that they're supposed to do a, a large studio scale Millennium Falcon this year which which is going to be pretty cool but way 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 expensive even for me I I'm probably not going to bother getting that I I just for one it's going to be huge it's going to be like almost three feet across in size and it's going to be super expensive so just going to probably avoid that one but. And that's about it on that end. Oh, I, I just wanted to mention I'm using some little speech thing that I found on the Internet to uh, create some of the transitions for the show. Uh, and if anyone wants to give me a little feedback what they think about those, send an email to treksf at gmail.com and let me know what you think about them. Okay, like I said at the uh, at the beginning of this uh, little mini uh midweek show. Uh, this is going to be a pretty quick one. The last thing I would thought I would do for you, like I've been trying on these Wednesday shows, play a little song. And this one, uh, it's not uh, a real, you know, weird one or anything like that. I just kind of like it. It's um, it's a what they call a pod safe song because it's off of GarageBand, I think is where I got it. It's by a group called Spiral Band. And the name of the song is Celebrity Crush. And, you know, I thought, oh, I know why I wanted to put this in the show mainly. This week on the History Channel, I think I mentioned this previous, they've been doing some stuff with William Shatner. They had sort of a biography of him the other day, an hour-long show. And they also have had been showing this thing called How William Shatner Saved the Universe or, or something like that. I forget if that's the exact title. But it's basically about a lot of the inventions and things that were sort of first seen and imagined on Star Trek, like, you know, the, the communicators are so much like a, the modern-day cell phone, and, you know, just lots lots and lots of other things. And so I, I thought, uh, you know, with that in mind, you know, even though I know I don't have a celebrity crush on William Shatner or any other uh, actor or character in the Star Trek universe, even though I really enjoy the series... And really enjoy that watching the episodes over the years and the films and all like that and collect some of the props and merchandise. I I, I have uh, you know I I do have a life. I've got a wife. I've got a couple of kids. Mortgage. Job. Um, you know all the modern day fun stuff that a guy would have in the year two thousand and six. I guess. But enough about that. I thought I'll play this song for you. It's real a kind of a fun little song. It's again 
the group is called Spiral Band, and the name of the song is Celebrity Crush. The bef- Just before I play that, one last thing I'm going to say. Get those entries in for the weekend contest. Again, the, the contest was to for you to imitate some Star Trek character, you know, like Kirk, Spock, uh, for many of the Star Trek series. Just send me a little audio clip to uh, to treksf at gmail.com or call the, the voicemail 206-88-TREKS and uh, you can win a Star Trek 3 DVD for uh, for one of the entries. I'm just going to again randomly select from all the entries that I get and we will do that this on this weekend show. So send those in. You know, It's something to kind of have fun with, I thought, rather than doing a trivia contest question again or, or something along those lines. This one anyone can have a little fun with and since it's sort of anonymous, it can be anonymous, you can use some kind of a handle, and I won't really mention your real name if you want when I play your clip. You don't have to worry about that. You can uh, tell me to, to not use your real name or whatever in the email in that, so um, I would be happy to do that. But anyway, without any further ado, so send that in. I'm going to play Celebrity Crush by Spiral Band, and we're going to take that. Uh, that's going to be the end of the show. I won't be back after the song, so listen to the song if you like it. If not, that's the end of this mini-show. And I will talk to you guys again uh, this weekend. Have a good rest of the week. Bye-bye. I've got your pictures on my wall. I've seen your movies and I love them all. I write you letters every day. You never write me back, but that's okay. I've got all your magazines. You're always in my dreams, you're my celebrity crush I love you so much and I die for just a Stop it.